Hi, I'm Gregory Cossey, and this is Lessons in Finance. So one of the topics that I get asked quite a bit about is taxes, or when students see the deductions on their paycheck and are wondering, what, what are these things? Um, but today we'll focus just on taxes. We'll take a look at the other ones a little later on in another podcast. But for right now, it's taxes. Now, normally, April's a time of year when I would have discussions and different things in class about taxes, but it's a podcast. Who the heck knows when you're listening to this? So let's go. So if we look at it in 2020, or sorry, in 2020, you can make $13,229. That's your basic exemption limit. So that everybody can make that tax free. If you're earning under this amount, you don't have to pay any federal taxes. But that doesn't mean that some employers for students do not deduct taxes from your paycheck. If your gross pay, if prorated for the year, is more than that amount, they're going to take taxes off because they're just using a calculator based on what your uh, biweekly income is and just prorating that out. So let's say you know, as many students do, they work during summer, they work a summer camp or whatever when they are off school and they that's their time period where they're less learning, more earning, and they are working hard. And you earn, let's say, you know, $2,000 $2, during that time period. Well, if they look at it, they go, well, you prorate that out. That's $24,000 for the year. That's more than the exemption limit. So they're taking taxes off. And so that's the reason why you will have taxes off if you're below the limit, because I know majority of students are under that $13,000 limit. So what you can do if a student or anyone for that matter doesn't want income tax deducted, you can get, give your employer a downloadable TD1 form, TD like the bank one form that tells the amount of money that you have, you don't want taken out from, um, uh, from you. So basically you will get your full paycheck, um, without the tax deductions for it. Keep in mind, however, that if you are over the exemption limit, they're going to come knocking when it comes tax time. And that's where some people who are older, the automatic default is that your employer will take that amount off unless getting this form. Because a lot of people don't save up for tax time and then they have a whopping tax bill because they haven't had deductions taken from source. But many students don't fall into that category. A lot are under the limit. So Fill out the TD1 form and get your money now. No sense giving it to the government so they can give it back to you because they don't give it to you with interest. Not that there would be much for interest, but you're not getting anything for that. So if you want to have all your money, you can't. If you want to have your tax refund and have this money um, returned to you um, later next in the following year, you can do that as well. But Keep in mind, as I said, you're not getting interest on it. And if you want to maximize your paycheck right now, then fill in the TD1 form. But just be sure you're going to be making sure that you are under that taxable uh, allowance li limit. The other idea here is some people will do I file a tax return? Um, and this is where you offer governments at both levels offer some taxable um, tax credits. The main thing is, is you want to get on the grid as soon as possible. So you can 19 older, you can apply for an HT, um, an HST tax credit. There's un other tax credits that you can look to do. You should be filing a return. And as soon as that you have the income so that you can at least build up your RRSP contribution 
limit. Now, I know I promised we're not going to get into major acronyms or different things in this broadcast because we're going to keep it simple. And we don't have to worry about retirement savings at this point in time as a teenager, but it will become important to you later on in life. Trust me. And one of the things that allows you to do is put money away for retirement. And let's say now you're making the big cake. It's, you know, 10 years into the future from where you are at 17. And now you're over the exemption limit. Let's say you're over $50,000. Now you're going to be at the higher tax bracket. You may want to take an opportunity at this point in time to reduce your taxes. And one of the things that your parents do and many others do and tax planners will suggest is, well, are you putting any money into a registered retirement savings plan? And what that allows you to do is effectively knock your $50,000 down to, if you put you know 5000 into this plan, you're only making $45,000 and you're taxed at that amount. Later on, when you retire, that's when you will take the money out from this retirement savings plan and you'll do so because you're retired at a much lower income bracket and therefore paying taxes at a lower rate. And that's really the secret behind the RSP. It's tax deference. You don't save it, but you are deferring taxes to later, but you're doing it at a much lower tax bracket. The reason why people call it tax shelters or tax umbrellas, just think of tax being rain and your money is sugar and you want to protect your sugar from the rain and making sure that it doesn't melt away through the government taking more than their fair share. So you basically shelter it when you're making a lot of money and put it away when in a period of time when you retire, when it's not raining as hard because you're earning less and it won't be taxed at such a high rate because you're retired. That's the basis of an RSP. Now, going back to you're like, well, what do I care about this, Mr. Kazi? I'm like, you know, uh, a student, I'm not retiring anytime soon. You're right. But one of the things that matters when you get older is you have an RRSP contribution limit of how much you can take advantage of basically putting money aside for your retirement to take advantage of this uh, tax savings. And when does that start ticking? Well, as soon as you start filing taxes, they are starting to record the amount of money that you're earning, and that's going to building up that RRSP contribution limit. So while it doesn't matter to you right now, it'll probably going to matter to you in the future. And if you started, you know, late filing taxes and the rest, then you're losing and have been earning money, then you're losing an opportunity to build up that contribution limit. And that's something that you can take advantage of later on in life. So Again, start filing taxes. Not only will you recognize that, hey, there's maybe available tax credits. They're always changing in different things, but they may be available to you. But it also gets you on the grid where you are building up this RSP contribution limit. Tax filing, a lot of people look at, oh, I don't know numbers and different things for it. It's become quite simple, net uh, quick flick. Um, uh, Quicken and other software programs are out there, which allow you to basically just input. They'll take you through an in interview process. You can download the software. It's sold at many stores. The government has to keep the basic net file system. I was going to say Netflix earlier. The net file system, which takes you and basically records you filing your taxes online or on the net. When you net file, they are required to maintain it at a $20 price point. I think there's regulation that says it can only be 20 bucks. There's other packages that are for if you've got stocks or other financial 
complications that make your tax situation more difficult. For most students, the basic file of $20, quite simple to do and very easy. I've had students go through and do it. It is no problem. And just look for the, the software code or different things or online to net file and you can easily do your taxes. If your parents are doing it or have somebody, work with them because the one thing that you can do is gain independence of being able to file your taxes. It's a great synopsis of where you are financially. It reminds you of your financial goals. It's a good situation to do. And keep in mind that the deadlines and everything else um, for it are primarily if you owe money to the government, then they have that April 30th deadline. And you've got to have your taxes done. But that's only if you owe. If, they, if they're owing you money, you have a bit more time of when to file. But why would you want to wait? File early. And if you have money coming to you, get that money into your hands as soon as possible. But if you know you're going to be under the taxable limit of that 13229 which is in 2020 and it goes seems to go up each year with inflation then you can go get that TD1 form it's available online just go to the CRA and TD1 readily available for it don't have the visual here but you can do the search and you can easily find it and then fill that out now your employer has it and they will not take any deductions from source and you can have all your money but remember get filing, get involved in your taxes. It's not going away. It's part of your financial life and it will be a part of your financial freedom. You need to pay taxes, but you don't need to pay more than you should. And that's where becoming an owner of this and an owner of your financial information will make you and put you on the path to financial freedom. Anyway, we'll talk about those other deductions next time, but until then, take care everyone. And this was Lessons in Finance. Thank <laughs> you.